0: Frank, Frank, on, man.
1: I been thinking all about
0: capturing real authentic yeah. unedited
1: conversations um, uh
0: i have been thinking I have been thinking about this chat um Just a little bit because I kind of, I I go through little phases of chatting about this and then I don't want anything to do with this. And then it kind of like, you know, when you get thirsty, it kind of builds back up a little bit. And and then I was trying to kind of figure out, not figure out, but I'm not obviously going to come with a list of questions because that's just not going to work. But I, I, I suppose I kind of want to get closer to even, you know, why exactly I want to talk about this particular subject and I kind of want to avoid using, I, like I, I know a lot about this. Like I've I, seen, I have seen you in Ireland um, a couple of years back and I know a lot about it, if you know what I mean. I'd have a bank of knowledge there. And that, and then sometimes when I start talking about it, it becomes just, I just go, do you know what now I'm getting away from this particular subject and then I end up again, something happens and I start talking about it. But um and even I had a chat with Boris, you know Boris from the movie you guys did, um, being here. And it was kind of a strange sort of interview or chat because it was Boris just doesn't obviously like to talk about it really. Or not like to talk about it, it's just uh, it's, we'd start talking and he'd just kind of stop and go, I, uh, sorry. No, I can't say anything about it. And um, and so then I was kind of wondering, well, was it trying to make it an interview? And, you know, if we just turned off the idea of recording it, would it become, would it have been just a chat, the two of us chatting about something? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I suppose it kind of, not that they have a starting point, but to try and, I wanted to try and avoid things like even saying about non-duality and oneness but I'm not saying that for you I'm saying it for myself because I know a lot but it's deeply in a way it's dissatisfying knowledge is just like acquiring a new iPhone it's kind of disappointing after you have a look at it Um, but so the only thing I can chat about is this what's happening right
2: okay yeah
0: and so in this kind of space here uh, not space, but here, the, the two of us chatting, right? <laughs> it feels like to me, I uh, you know, I want to ask you a question because there's something I don't understand about. I, I, there's something wrong or something I don't get about this life. And that in a way, even every kind of thing that I know about this life is a known, you know, even this life like non-duality, like knowing something about non-duality. It's like this kind of life, you, you know, this is the earth or, you know, uh, second-hand knowledge is people have told you all these things about everything that's happening. And yet when you come right to where we are right now, the question is kind of difficult then. I don't, you know, do you know what I mean about that? Like, so what is happening? That's, that's, there's the opening question.
1: I was wondering, was that
2: a question or was it a continuation? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that was my question. So
0: what's happening? Like what, what the fuck is this here (laughs) now? What's this? Just this even alone, like this here.
2: Yeah. I mean, in a way we've already said as much as can be said, what's happening is what's happening. It's, it's whatever's being experienced. You know the only reality is whatever i mean one of the ways i put it is whatever phenomena are arising whatever experience is arising that's all there is that's reality and the mind will come in of course this is another part of the experience the mind will come in and ask all sorts of questions about that and um ponder all sorts of possibilities and uh, come up with all kinds of speculations that it is about something. And if the mind could speculate for long enough, it can work out what it's about. But it's not about anything. It is simply what it is. And the mind asking all these questions is just another experience. It's just another part of what's happening. So, I mean, in a way, it is absolutely blindingly obvious uh it's one of the reasons maybe it's so difficult to talk about it and another reason that it's difficult to talk about as in a way you've already um kind of indicated in your preamble is uh because it is it's impossible to get anywhere with this with the mind i mean it can be intensely frustrating as long as the mind's engaged it can be intensely frustrating and when non i don't know what phrase to use, I'm going to say, when non-duality is got, which is about the most neutral phrase I can think of, I mean, one of the things that I say about it is, yeah, anything can happen after that, but one of the things that's quite likely to happen is that at least a bit more relaxation may arise. And I think part of the reason for that extra relaxation is the mind just kind of gives up and shuts up. It recognises at last. I mean, once the mind recognises at last that all its great kind of metaphysical and philosophical and esoteric questions have no answer, then it kind of you know, gives up and relaxes. Hmm. Yeah. But, but this is, you know, eating porridge, drinking coffee. This is envy because I'm eating porridge and you're drinking coffee. This is wishing I'd had the foresight to make myself a cup of coffee before. The- <laughs> That's what's happening.
0: I can do a pause if you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, maybe if I get desperate, but we're okay for now.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So it, it, then, in a way, it's kind of like, you know, it's navigating through the world with loads of knowns, like somebody on stilts who is, you know, or, you know, trying to, instead of just, just walking, are, I don't know, things appearing and walking happening, there's a navigation through a world on a road, in a place, in time and space. And all of these things are kind of, Known elements, known um, things, but but that is a rigid kind of. It's not. It's maybe it's loose, maybe it's rigid. It depends. But it's that's how the world is. for me is navigating through a world of knowns. And maybe some of the things are less, you know, rock solid. Doesn't really matter. It's still. It's it's a world of. I'm talking to Richard. I'm, you know, he, and there is a kind of this um, <laughs> this kind of movement to try and figure it out, trying to to try and get this and put it in a box of known. But that seems to be the energy, though. You know what I mean? That's the kind of trying to figure this out. So that if, for for me, there's a kind of an energy to try and figure out whatever th- for this is and then my impression is that not necessarily that you have it figured out but that that's not happening there there's no there's no attempt to there's no if there's any if there's any difference maybe it's there's no gr to try and figure it out but uh, there is here and that's kind of in a way why this is happening if you you know a part of me wants to try and figure this out, to get to grasp it, to know it. And yet another part of me, or, you know, that kind of dissolves in asking the question almost, if you know what I mean, because it's kind of, you see as well. But there's still an overlay. It's still fair to say that whatever, I'm still living in a world and there's an overlay of, yeah, of knowns. And that's the person, isn't it? That's the person versus not the person. Uh, or is, what do you think of that What I'm after that, fuck, that ramble?
2: <laughs> it's a good way of defining the heart of the person. as We could define it in lots of ways, but in a way, what, what you're saying to me is, you know, the person is the seeker. And yeah. I think you put your finger absolutely on the core of how this could be described that that dies you know when non i have used this phrase i mean these phrases don't really have much meaning but i'll use them anyway you know when non-duality is seen whatever the hell that means the seeker dies you know those questions um the the, the, the searching after those questions stops not because answers have been found but because it's recognized that there are no answers the questions don't even make sense i mean the questions make sense to the kind of logical questing mind but they don't actually make sense and so they just die and then there's just whatever's happening okay so this this is the death of metaphysics in a way i mean it's a bit it's a kind of a bit of an you know i mean i have quite an philosophical questing mind <laughs> in a way it's kind of like an insult to the mind but it is what happens that that function of the mind just kind of dies it
0: does okay but so it's that, is it that overlay of knowing do you know that, that that uh all the rock solids i remember talking to somebody at one stage i think it was some whoever it was uh, they said something like uh, the, the only difference is is you know something and I don't know, I don't know anything.
2: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, yeah. Or another way of putting it would be, you know, you think that there is something to be known, there is something that can be found out, and that's what keeps the mind spinning. And I know that there's nothing to be found out. And I mean, there is a kind of pun in there in a way, you know, there's nothing... Uh, to be found out on that philosophical, metaphysical um, level. But there's also that sentence can mean, you know, nothing can be found. You know, you know seeing non-duality is the, is the seeing of nothing in a way. It's, it's, it's it is a seeing of the nothing at the heart of everything.
0: Yeah. So in a way, it's kind of like that, um in a way sometimes you know when when i do have these chats i could almost i'm I'm like kind of at a concert and there's a glass in front of the concert (laughs) um and what i mean by that is that um it's in when all the words and the knowing i know this i have a book of knowledge i've i've read 50 books when that drops away there's the freedom and maybe the terrifying fear that there's no anchor anymore. There's no place to, to be. There, there's just this um, unknowing and that's so vast. It can't be contained sort of thing. Is that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a, it's like a falling into an absolute deep unknowing. Yeah. And yeah. That, I... uh, image of, you know, being at a rock, concert with the like a glass in front of you. I mean, I relate that very well. I mean, if I kind of think back to a period in time when I was sort of desperately seeking, that's how it seemed to, to be to me. I remember kind of walking around everywhere with this tremendously intense feeling, sort of peering at reality, thinking, yeah, there is something just beyond what I'm seeing, which I cannot get. Yeah. Intensely frustrating, yeah. Yeah. Then, when the self drops, it's like, oh my god, it is just so simple. You know, and also there's that realization that, you know, the, the one who was seeking, you know, the Richard who was seeking, absolutely could never find what they were seeking for because they were always the problem all the time. Well, they weren't really, it's not quite right to say they were the problem, but the fact that, you know, Richard existed as an apparent individual separate from everything else that was what was creating the idea or the feeling that there was a problem when that is gone you know when that drops it's so incredibly simple but at the same time it's like oh yes i understand how i could never have seen that
0: because that is because I am the, <laughs> yeah, okay, because I'm in the way of yeah. it. Let, yeah.
2: let me, yeah, let me put it, try and put it this way. Yeah, the fact that I am there seeking for something is exactly the problem. Now, what the mind will make of that is probably, therefore, I must do something to get me out of the way, but it can't do that.
1: Yeah.
2: So you can try to in innumerable different ways, and it probably will, but it just can't do that. It can change itself, you know, the, the, the eye or the mind or the person can do all sorts of things which will change its nature in certain ways, change the way it looks at the world in certain ways, make itself feel better, make itself feel worse, but none of that has any relevance to the kind of the core problem, which is that the sense of that me being here, looking at everything else, trying to understand everything else, you know, that, that sense exists. It's only when that sense disappears that it's, all oh, right, right, okay, it's all very simple. There was never anything to look for. There was never anyone to look for it. There was never anything to understand. There was never any secret, any magical secret that would somehow confer, I don't know, whatever we want to call it, enlightenment or something like that. It was just always so simple. There was always just whatever's happening. Um,
1: no meaning, yeah.
2: no purpose, no metaphysics.
0: That's the unknowing dancing, is it? That's the kind of um, <laughs> what? You, that's the um, the nobody dancing. That's the twirling in nothing, uh, the nothing twirling and dancing and loving and whatever. That's what that is. You described there, is it? That's
2: just. Well, that's a lovely metaphor. I'll take that as a metaphor and it's a great romantic metaphor, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... I mean, there's another part of me that feels like even if we say, you know, this is nothing or this is oneness or this is fullness expressing itself in dancing and loving. And, you know, there's a part of me that says even in saying that we've gone too far. Yeah. Okay. That's the mind. That's the mind Trying to contain it. Uh, it's, a, it's a romantic mind interpreting. It's a, a different kind of mind that interprets it in a different way.
0: Yeah, because I suppose knowing contains, and unknowing or not knowing anything, in a way, is just so gigantic. It's, it's not even a size. It's it's un it's unknowing. Okay,
2: Say there. This isn't about not knowing anything. <laughs> um, it, it's uh, you know. I mean, there's plenty of stuff in the real world, as it were, that's still known. I mean, I know I'm. a yeah. Coffee. It's. <laughs> <about the> dropping... <laughs> Sorry to have lovely.
0: That. You need to get that coffee. <laughs>
2: it's, about, um, it, it's it's about the dropping of the belief that the unknown can be known. I mean all the great stories that life is about something, all the great religions and spiritual stories and the great philosophies and metaphysics and so forth, they're all about, you know, they they all come from a very um, concrete rooted notion that life is about something and that's discovered and it can't be discovered not because it's a deep, deep mystical secret, but because it isn't about anything. It is just what it is. It's not going anywhere.
1: It's just what it is. It doesn't have any meaning or purpose. It's just what it is. And um, that... Um...
0: So, in a way, that uh, from from my perspective, that kind of sounds like um, something knows that this is it, or you know, it's when I suppose all the stories and me drops away, it becomes. Does it become apparent then? You know, when you hear this is never never left you, it was always this this sort of thing. Um, There must be some recollection or some sort of going. Oh, okay. Great. you talked about relaxation, but something must recognize. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
2: Well, it is recognized. It is, it is. recognized. And I think a phrase that's sometimes used, there, there may be, there's no rules about this, but there may be a kind of sense of sort of coming home like mm-hmm. maybe in some way this has always been known. But I mean, I'm a bit cautious about saying things like that because even that's going into a bit of a story. Okay. But certainly they're t- I mean, there aren't any rules, but certainly, yeah, there does tend to be a kind of a, 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 a relaxation you know, as know. The, uh, you know, the stories fall away. I mean, those stories, I mean, they're very exciting and they're very dramatic, but they're also kind of quite tiring. And quite a few of them are very tiresome as well. Mm. I mean, if you listen to people passionately defending their stories as as to what this is all about, you know, if you listen to the you know the religious and the spiritual and the philosophical passionately arguing for their version of what reality is about, I mean, it's quite stressful.
0: Yeah, well, trying to defend all that and block well, every corner, yeah.
2: Also, the fact that most, not, well, most, certainly a lot of these stories do rather go with a feeling that, oh, right, as I understand what this is about, it is now my duty to kind of save the world. I mean, that's extremely tiring. I mean, you know, whether you're trying to do it by religious conversion or, you know, ecological being an ecological warrior is very, very tiring. I mean, you know, one person trying to save the planet or the souls of everybody on the planet. It's very, very stressful, that is. So no wonder there might be a bit more relaxation when that drops away and, well, you know, you know maybe I could go out and, you know, convert some people to my view of God today. But then on the other hand, I could just, you know, go for a little walk and look at some trees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. so yeah okay yeah so there, yeah i suppose in that um you see think years ago i had heard fuck i, I think i heard the word enlightenment which you know you, when you hear something like this you think okay there's some somebody has got something the, the traditional way of the world is that somebody has got something and well, sure, I mean, if I train hard enough, I'll get my six pack and I'll get my enlightenment too and um and then the the more i suppose within this sort of the uh, non dual message I suppose it's, uh, life kind of is revealed in a way, but then equally it's. Uh, well, it has to be something more, or you know, well, I, I still need to get it. And really, in a way, kind of what you're saying or, is that I or me, this this energetic movement to try and get something to attain, acquire, um, it's another known almost, isn't it? It's another thing that's, it's, it's another fixed thing that's known. I'm here and I can get this thing yeah. called enlightenment. So there's, there's table and window and frank and coffee.
2: Yeah. And that's just how, that's just what it is to be a person. That's just how the, let's, let's call it the personal mind works. It sets itself tasks and it busily sets about completing them when it feels elated, when it thinks it's getting somewhere and maybe depressed and despondent when it isn't. And that's just kind of the dance of... Separation its just what it's like to you know be that separate person when that ends then that dance ends No more mm. seeking when it's realized that there's nothing to seek. you know and that weasel word enlightenment I mean I I use it's very difficult to talk and write about This stuff without kind of using that source of language. So I've written about and use the word in my talks, enlightenment, but it's nonsense. I mean, it's a complete nonsense. Mm. It's always invariably by the mind taken to mean personal enlightenment. Um, I can remember back to following these stories as well, of course, you know, I mean, they're kind of delightful stories. They're quite magical and very entertaining, but ultimately extremely frustrating. Mm and they tend to involve a lot of projection because if we are entranced by that story of enlightenment, we will tend to look into the world out there and we will perceive out there people who we will designate as the enlightened ones. And we'll look up to them and follow them and project all our yearning onto them. There's mm. yeah. not anything wrong with doing any of that, but it's kind of a relief when it stops
0: yeah and that's kind of the, the stopping or the the falling away of self or whatever that doesn't apparently doesn't happen um but that's, <laughs> the um that release or relief or whatever that exhale um andreas said something like it's kind of the final exhale or something like that the, um but the that final that exhale of the person will say um obviously <laughs> there's no way to bring that about that's like um how uh the wind might blow a tree in any direction there's no pattern or rhyme or um methods or way to bring something about that um isn't there already you know that's not there is that it you know what i mean
2: yeah this isn't instrumental in any way there's no cause and effect that we can talk about here and i think this is one of the aspects of what we're talking about that the Let's call it the personal mind that the personal mind finds most offensive. Because mm-hmm. the mind operates in a world of cause and effect and uh, effort, effort rewarded or effort possibly rewarded, and justice. And it just seems so damnably illogical and unjust and unfair to the mind that there's nothing it can do about this. I was uh, giving a talk the other night and I was <laughs> half remembering. Um, sentence from Ramana Maharshi, I think it goes something like, you know, there will come a time when you will laugh at all the efforts that you have made.
1: Mm.
2: And certainly when this is seen, there are often reports of laughter and that laughter might be about many things, but I think that's one of the things that laughter may be about, you know, just the absurdity, the sudden absurdity. The recognition of all that effort that i made, the, uh, you know, the following of gurus and the prostrations and the projections and just the sudden recognition that none of that could ever possibly have had any relevance, and that might bring about an outburst of laughter. <laughs> but to the mind that's still there, you know, to the personal mind that's still there and desperately seeking, it just seems terribly unfair. Mm-hmm. so we make up all sorts of uh, stories to explain that that unfairness so maybe my efforts haven't yet been rewarded because i still have five lifetimes of bad karma to expiate or something like that or i haven't found the right way to please god or i haven't found the <laughs> Enough devotion to serve my guru. You know, the mind will come up with you know a thousand stories to make it seem quite reasonable that I haven't yet got the reward that I'm working for. But it's all nonsense.
0: Um. So, so this is home already. So, uh, but
2: uh, yeah, but you try telling that to the seeking mind.
0: Yeah. It, it's still, the seeking mind still is Well, this is home but I've got to get that this is home.
1: Yeah. But the
0: problem is that I've got to get and yeah. that either drops away or it doesn't. Is this Yeah. yeah. Well, either way it's guaranteed on death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you got
0: to hold out you know another if I, st- I better stop being healthy I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop seeking on death.
0: Yeah, the final. <laughs> it would be terribly unfair to be reborn again seeking God Almighty. <laughs> anyway. Um, well,
2: I'm not going to get into the metaphysics of that. <laughs> it's like anything else, I know nothing about.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, what's reborn, I suppose. But anyway. Um, uh, yeah, okay. And so. It's funny, you see, you can skirt around, or I, I can ask questions about kind of this story element of X, Y, Z, way, you know, not being there or whatever. You can ask stories about what it's like to be over, um, in Richard's side of the world, um, and but, I In a way, sometimes I try to avoid the questions, but there isn't questions
1: about what's happening. Because what's happening is
0: just questions and answers and talking. But that's kind of what I want to know about. But yet I can't ask questions about it. Do you know what I mean? Because there's nothing to say about it. It's kind of like almost... And my brain just goes, She was too boring. It's just fucking... What's there to say about chatting and talking? There's no enlightenment there. Do you know what I mean? And so then, trying to you're there above the water, and you go, you want to kind of dive in, but you can't actually dive into it. Just this, like, there isn't really a question there. I don't know what I'm saying, but do you know what I mean? by that, that trying to dive into on. Knowing or trying to dive into this,
2: whatever, whatever the uh, personal mind tries to do, or whatever seems to come intentionally from the personal mind about this is hopeless. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I, I want to say give it up, but I know it can't be given up, it just stops when it stops,
0: yeah. Yeah, because I was kind of thinking about it, just this idea that um, you know, the idea of seeking and wanting to learn or know something and that kind of feel and I was kind of going, well, is that really what you're looking for? You, you know, you know that's dissatisfying, that kind of wanting to acquire. So then I was trying to ask myself, well, what is it, you know, that through having a conversation or trying to ask and what is this fucking <laughs> urge to know or want kind of grasp or what, what, the, what is it you know because like that is what I, uh, is happening and you know I can dress it up as whatever but it, it's that and I was kind of trying to be honest with myself what, what, what the fuck you know what, what are you looking for like and then it's like I have a poster up my wall in the other room and it's um, something like um, I don't know what I want but I really want it <laughs>
2: a very good one for the human condition
0: yeah it is isn't it it's up my wall that's me like
2: <laughs> another version of that is we think we know what we want until we get it
0: yeah yeah be careful what you wish for starting of in, in, in a roundabout
2: the roundabout that way slogan from my kind of sort of psychotherapeutic personal development exploration days you know i never i never get what i want and i never want what i get
1: yeah yeah that's
2: that wonderful dissatisfaction that keeps us searching
1: Mm. it's
0: the constant disappointment in a way
2: yeah I mean, maybe that's because whatever it is we think that we want, a Ferrari or a new blonde or a faster Ferrari or a
1: faster blonde or whatever, (laughs) what we really want is to disappear. Mm. And that wanting to disappear is...
0: Or that wanting to know or grasp or whatever, that wanting is just within the way I suppose is it you know that's trying to put words on it is that
2: well you could say that I think my hesitation about that is as soon as we say that it might imply "Ah, right okay so there's something there must be something I can do to get that out of the way I'd I'd rather just say it's just a fact of existence you know as Mm. long as there's that feeling of separation then that wanting is just a fact of existence Mm. I mean, it's not that wanting things disappears when this is seen. It's perfectly bloody obvious by now that I want a cup of coffee. But, <laughs> you know, there is something, you know, there's something in that, the energy of that desire in the seeking individual, which is different. It's not wanting a cup of coffee or wanting a walk around the park that we're talking about.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, in the seeking energy, it's then I'll have arrived, y- you know, in the seeking, then I'll be there, then it'll be all right.
2: Yeah, you know? and also probably, um, well, depending on what path is followed, if a path her, then well, maybe times of thinking, oh, I have arrived, and then the kind of disappointment of realise, well, no, actually, you know, that was another kind of full sending or another disappointment yeah as long as this i have arrived it can't be right it, it can't be right because the I can never arrive at this the eye can never get this
0: yeah it's funny i actually remember when i went to your uh, meeting i think i would had an experience of some description beforehand and i think you know I, I remember being in the room and i asked you a question or two but i definitely when i was asking the question it was kind of like i wanted you to say something like oh that's a really good question, Frank. I think you've got it. I think there was something like that, if I was to be totally uh, truthful. Um, when I, you know, because I had an experience and then I was kind of referring to this experience and going, uh, Richard. <laughs> and um uh and that, but there was equally it was really obvious as well, this kind of trying to like knowledge or known or memories or experience can't be it because if it's it you have to hold on to it and then you have to try and contain it and repeat it to yourself or you know it's more if i know it's it's it's, you know it's it's not real or not that it's not real it's just dissatisfying let's just say knowledge or an experience so when i hear sometimes i hear about people having these massive say awakening experiences and i think oh god that's actually probably misery because then it's you know it's like winning a trophy once (laughs) all you have to do is all you've got is your trophy to refer to and it's so i just go all right so you've got your trophy to refer to your rest of your life that one experience and i find that kind of again that's it's just seems to be more. It's just a little bit dissatisfying that this is not enough. But something that I did it before or experienced before. That's you know. So it's living life constantly through this these ideas or not or these memories or veils or experiences, and that it, so it's never just just having the chat with Richard. It's something in the. Do you know what I mean? Not sure.
2: I mean, there, can, I mean there, there could be a glimpse and then a yearning for that glimpse which kind of takes over life as a kind of another search. That's perfectly possible. and It often happens for a period of time. It could go on for a long time. But I think, you know, when this really is seen, then in a way that is it. What happens in life after that is in a way kind of irrelevant you know, life goes on until physical death, and it might get better, it might get worse, or it might be better at some times, and worse, all sorts of things can happen, anything can arise. And yet, you know, something has ineffably changed. Hmm. And however we put that something, it's not going to be satisfactory. But, uh, you know, going back to where we started, I might say something like, well, what's Gone is the sense that this is about something. It's leading somewhere. Maybe another way of putting it is that what drives on the seeker is that sense that there must you know, there is a secret, there must be a secret. And uh, the, um, the answer to the problem of my life is to discover what that secret is. And the secret is there is no secret. But that doesn't work on a mental level. You see, if I say, "Well, the answer is there," you know, the, the 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 answer is there. There is no secret, and the mind might go away and play with that philosophically for the next five years. It doesn't make any difference. And The mind thinking, "Ah, I understand now." Yeah, Richard has said there is no secret. I'll stop reading my philosophical and metaphysical books, and I'll stop going to teachers, and da 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 da. da. There is no. Secret. I mean, it's it's just completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter what the mind says or does or doesn't say or doesn't do. What makes the difference is when that whole sense simply drops away. And that doesn't necessarily have any bearing at all on the quality of the life which is then lived. It may do, may not. As I say, life might get better, it might not. But it's not a question of kind of harping back to this kind of amazing, you know, amazing event in which this was seen and ecstasy was felt and uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, what what are called awakening or liberation events? I mean, they can be um, very juicy. Okay, but that's not the point. The, the point is just that the one who thought this was about something and that they needed to find out what it was about has gone,
1: left the building. Mm-hmm.
2: I used to follow gurus and read books about enlightenment, magical enlightenment in a state of entranced, almost hypnosis, and these stories are wonderful. You know, the expectations they set up and the projections that we put on these wonderful gurus and so forth,
1: but that will just collapses. Hmm. It's um
0: it is funny in a way. Um you know, the first time I heard about this thing I found um Awakening to the Dream, the book, Leo Hortang's book, and it was this is a while ago. But I think I saw it on Amazon, and the sentence just was there. There is no when you kind of said it there a second ago, but the you know nobody being there, there's no one there. And then I think his particular one, there's no one, there's no one that'll get enlightenment because there is it's non-person. There's nobody there. But the the sentence, there's no one there. Always and still kind of, still kind of always go fucking hell. What do you mean there's nobody there now? Those, those couple of sentences, I've probably, I can't, the amount of times I've had them, and I'm still going, holy, what the, what, what? are you saying? <laughs> Even, I should just go, okay, right, well, there's nobody there, right, I'll move on, but I still kind of get surprised by it. It's kind of like it's the one thing that kind of just gets me every time. I kind of go to... <laughs>
2: there's, there's a complete disjunct between the mind reading those words yeah and the actual seeing of that i mean there is a total disjunct. but the trouble is for the one who well this is a bad way of putting it but never never mind forgive me for the one who sees that that there's nobody there if there's an impulse to communicate about it which there isn't always but obviously in some cases there is in leo's in my case there obviously is um, unfortunately, the only way to communicate it is through ideas using words and knowing that that's hopeless. But there is no connection between the mind um, struggling with, or even possibly philosophically understanding that sentence, there's no one there, and the actual seeing of it, it's just, it just don't meet.
0: Uh, oh no! I know. I suppose what I was kind of trying to say was th- this idea that I almost feel it's kind of an excitement or something in my body—a kind of like um, this. Uh, it just kind of like rings a bell, or it's kind of this little delight or something. I think it's oh, yes. ridiculous. I think it's just mad. I think it's like. But I, I've heard it loads and loads and loads of times. What I'm saying to you, and then you. Uh, but every time I kind of hear it, it still goes, <laughs> you know, it kind of grabs me a little bit, which means there's nobody there, but it's a kind of, I might grapple with other sentences or whatever, but that one kind of, I just, I, I get excited about it a little bit. I don't know why I get excited about it. So from the very first time I read the sentence, it wasn't a kind of, it was kind of like, you know, you know, when you're a teenager and you you see a woman and you kind of go what
1: the fuck in a
0: different way suddenly you know what i mean it's kind of like that's um
2: yeah
0: that kind of thing
2: yeah 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 it's not
0: it's not up here i don't go which means there's nobody there it just kind of
2: goes what did you say again say that again
0: Uh, so that's there's a long way of me saying i wanted you to say that sentence again even though i've heard loads and it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me but yet Something about it just makes...
2: (laughs) I get that, absolutely. So there is something there that resonates with that, which, you know, the the something there that resonates with that is beyond the mind, is not the mind. It's a tickle. It's a tickle. It's it's a little tickle. I think that's that's why many of us get addicted to this stuff. I mean, you know, in in my case, for years, there was no um, interest whatsoever in this communication and the communication non-duality and then suddenly there was suddenly I I was an addict yeah you know there's no explanation for that I can't explain it but you know suddenly something in here kind of started resonating with it so yeah yeah yeah, I get that
1: yeah Hmm. okay yeah
2: quite often what happens for um people is, you know, this becomes an obsession and, you know, talking about books, talking about Leo's books, this becomes the only thing people can read about. Yeah. It goes out of the window and it's just non-duality, non-duality, non-duality. And then maybe sometime later, you know, if this is seen, if it's really got, and then a little while after that, you see a figure walking up the road with a cardboard box filled with non-duality books, taking it to their local charity shop. <laughs> it's like it served its purpose. I, I mean, I say that because I know somebody in England for whom exactly that happened. You know? um, but it's kind of, I, I just said it served its purpose, which is a very careless way for me to speak because it makes it sound instrumental again. But yeah. you know what I mean. You know, it is I do know what you mean. It's like a drug addiction, this stuff, for a while.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was definitely but on that. You know, I mean I was Amazon's number one customer for at one stage and um and then maybe it changed slightly when I heard the I read that line by Leo. Well it, it changed completely actually, um in the sense, but then it was just focusing on non-duality for a long time and then I think it just you get so disappointed so often when you hear this that um uh you know, it becomes obvious, it becomes obvious uh, the disappointment that unless you're going back for more disappointment then it's disappointment. So, you know, there's nothing to get here. And that's, but yet, you know, that sentence or whatever, that, like I described at the very start, a sort of a thirst comes first. And I go, you know, sometimes I've gone, a few years ago, I remember going to a meeting and going, right, well, that's, I never, fuck, I'm never going to a meeting again. And, but like, um, it's thirsty, you just get thirsty first for, for whatever reason, thirsty to hear it or talk about it and um, thirsty for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> the
2: important the phrase there is for whatever reason or for no reason.
1: For yes. no reason.
2: Um, it's a mystery. But it clearly happens that some of us, are seized, you know, to borrow from Ramana Maharshi's phrase, you know, some of us are seized by the tiger of non-duality. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And it's it's
0: it's a strange sort of thing. This uncompromising message we'd say, you know, where where there's it's a strange kind of I, mean, I suppose I'm going from memory a little bit but it, it, it kind of lets you I don't it, this sounds ridiculous to say, it kind of lets you know but there is no way to approach or get to know this or hold on to it or grab it or put it in a box or claim ownership of it because it's it's like trying to grab onto thin air and um, it's like trying to yeah, hold water with your hands. It's just there's no nothing. And I mean, you know, it can. It, the, I remember going to one of them. I just got so, so well. One, I didn't go to many, to be honest. But one, uh, Tony Parsons meeting and I just got really. Oh, I just wanted to run for for this. I was going to. Be, I went a bit, a bit mad after it. I wanted to run for the stars. So I wanted to run so far away from it because I was kind of going there with this. Ah, oh, yeah, no, I think I guess I kind of get this now. <laughs> and then it's kind of in that it's this is the strange sort of thing like there's just no holding on to something that is everything. Maybe I don't know what I'm saying there, really.
2: Yeah, yeah we can't, yeah, we can't grasp this, we can't hold on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just is. it just is what it
1: is. Mm. <laughs> ah.
2: there's no understanding why it provokes what it provokes. I think mean, most people simply aren't interested, obviously, you know, some people it provokes anger, some people it provokes addiction,
1: it's a complete mystery as to why. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I have anything else to ask you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Rendered speechless by non
0: <laughs> Not the first time, I'm
1: sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit nuts, all right.
2: What was that?
0: It's it's a bit nuts.
2: (laughs) Well, in a way, yeah, in another way, it's the only sanity. Uh, You know, the insanity is in all those stories of meaning that are so passionately being pushed upon us. Mm. And competed over and
1: fought over all the different versions of God and the other great stories of meaning and purpose really in a way they're the real
2: madness. This is the only, I would say, this is the only sanity. Yeah. It's, this is the, this is reality without all those whistles and bells.
0: Oh, it's the fall in the way of everything then, really, isn't it? just the uh, life without a story, life yeah. without... Um,
2: meaning, purpose, meaning. Or narrative. Center. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And all of that is replaced maybe by a walk around the park, the noticing of the wind rustling in the trees. Now to the mind, well, it depends on the type of mind, but to most personal minds, that doesn't sound like a very good bargain. Mm. Most personal minds would rather have their metaphysics.
0: The universe, yeah. yeah. I want the universe in my pocket, yeah. yeah. Yeah, want to know the stars and know everything and hold on to everything, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Own it, gather it in. You know,
2: we could say, I mean, it's a bit dramatic. We could say, yeah, you know, the mind, you know, really craves for, um, okay, let's use the most melodramatic, ridiculous words we can enlightenment. You know, the mind craves for enlightenment, but if it could really know what enlightenment was, it wouldn't go near it because it has to give so much up. But then that then begins to sound like, ah, oh, a task for the mind. Right, I will sacrifice my philosophism. No, absolutely not. That, that, that doesn't work either. Actually, the mind doesn't really have to give anything up at all because what's revealed is that the mind doesn't exist. And so as the mind disappears, it takes its metaphysical stories with it. stories of meaning stories of purpose whatever
0: mm. time and space and linear and um yeah just movement and going towards and history and yeah i'm going to get somewhere and um well, uh, going particularly yeah.
2: Towards? yeah yeah, yeah. Going towards something which is hopefully better and purposeful, and there is a goal. Yeah, particularly the loss of that.
0: Mm. Yeah, you can see why that's a relief uh, as well. That you we can uh, the eye. Uh, it is a or is it? i saying you know. I've heard psychosomatic. It's 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 felt an energetic a thing that dissolves or is that true you know the self is energetic
2: yeah i mean it's a contraction. yeah again i think you know words are very misleading but um, it's probably as good a way of putting it as anything that we are talking about and the usual phrase that's used or a common phrase is an energetic shift in other words this isn't simply this isn't a change of mind or a change of opinion or a change of view or even a change of viewpoint and if it was any of those things probably the mind would be able to do something about it probably the mind could get itself to any of those things but it's not it's, uh, it's, it's for want of a better phrase an energetic shift yeah mm. It's a movement from contraction into expansion and that can only happen
1: energetically and it's not within our power. A lot of the time, um, you
0: know, because I, in in my time, I suppose I've read a lot of, you know, a lot of books and words. Then come into my mind about the, you know, like wa- watering the desert or whatever. It, it, that's what, when I'm listening to you there. This this kind of sense of the chat. It's the, there is a little bit of that going on, but not, you know, not like getting something, to, just a feeling of it. Um, that's all. Um, yeah.
2: Well, I think that's why some of us like hanging out together, mm-hmm. you know, giving meetings and going to meetings and things like that. It's, you know, there is something, uh, I'll use this word. It's not a good word. There, It does feel like something you're nurturing. Yeah.
1: You know, talk-
2: People and being around people and reading people, where you know what we're talking about here is at least understood, is at least understood, isn't regarded as insane. And so,
0: mm. yeah, well, a, there is a lovely freedom about it in, in when there isn't an agenda or there's no. Um, yeah it's
2: absolutely that's the Mm. that wonderful quote I can't remember who it's from there's something of the wind of freedom blowing through advisor absolutely yeah no agenda
0: yeah yeah it's just that kind of um the freedom yeah just that um because of the mystery of the whole fucking thing and it's that uh, unfiltered sort of unabridled maybe, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's wild.
2: Absolutely, it's wild, it's free, it's unfiltered, yeah. Yeah, there's no mm-hmm. rules, there's no teaching, no holy books, yeah. Mm. no reverends no gurus absolutely it just destroys all of that I mean, I think this is one of the reasons why some people resist this so fiercely. I mean, it obviously is resisted very fiercely by some people, and it can make people very angry, and other people, it's just like such a breath of fresh air. Even, you know, even the kind of, I'll call it uh, intellectual understanding, even the sort of understanding of it on the mind level for some people can be immensely freeing. Mm. Overthrows all those stories we've been told about meaning and purpose and necessity and the necessity of being this way rather than that way and following this teacher or this prophet rather than that prophet and reading this holy book rather than that holy book and all of that just a great bonfire of all of that nonsense Mm.
0: yeah all that horse manure yeah it's so it's an attempt to constrict or i don't know what it is that is but it's always i've got something and i can show you i can definitely definitely give it to you and
2: it's always about power yeah
0: yeah oh it. it is always that Something to validate whatever i've been through i can show you the way to it yeah yeah,
2: yeah. And whatever i believe in it's If I can get you to believe in it as well, then that reassures me, in my opinion. Yeah, it's all, It can get pretty toxic, all that stuff. So yeah, there can be a huge, I mean, there can be a huge relief coming across this, just on that level. On the other hand, for a different kind of personality, there can also obviously be huge anger. (laughs) (laughs) This may challenge everything that I have devoted, you know, the last 80 years of my life to or whatever you know, if I've just devoted 60 years of my life to serving, you know, Jehovah, then this is pretty bad news.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've ruined the party,
2: really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I know I've come across quite a few people who have been asked to leave their parties, um, you know, when they've got into this, even maybe just getting into this on that kind of... Uh, you know, on the kind of the, the level of attraction and interest on a, on an in, on an intellectual or mental level, and then they've started talking about it around their guru group or their meditation group or even worse, their Baptist group, and they've been asked to leave the party <laughs> quite quite politely, quite politely, perhaps taken aside, you know, by the uh, the swami or the vicar or whoever it might be. Don't really think this is quite the place for you. You know, i I've, I've even come across. Uh, people who've been asked to leave their Buddhist groups because they've started talking about this, which is kind of deeply, deeply ironic, given that Buddhism is a philosophy of no-self. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) then we've been arguing for two and a half thousand years about what no-self means, so why shouldn't you and I discuss it for a few more minutes if we want to?
0: It's funny, I put on... um... I put on The Life of Brian. I haven't watched The Life of Brian in a long time. I put it on from my kids. <laughs> Probably a terrible parenting. They're 11 and 10. But one of them in particular um, just likes that sort of humor. But there was a, um, a part in it where Brian loses his slipper. And one was holding this kind of urn with oil or something. And then one of them found a slipper. And one went, <laughs> it's the slipper. Everybody should take off the slipper. And, they, and then the other person goes, no, it's, the, it's the, the urn or I don't know, whatever it was with oil. And they start shouting and fighting at each other. So the ones with the urn go this way and the slipper go this way. It's, it's, um...
1: <laughs>
0: and there's religion born, you know, in a second. Um,
2: Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there will be a schism.
0: A the schism?
2: Fight. A what? <laughs> fight. A fight, yeah. <laughs> there shall be twenty <laughs> on and on and on. I know we all we know how it works
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: yeah i'm i'm currently finishing a new book which um, unlike my other books is not about non-duality it's about all the years of seeking that occurred here before non-duality and there's a, quite a lot of it is sort of taking a a wry look at religion or religion okay. or different of different faiths
0: yeah so is it more uh, uh, <laughs> this is an interesting way to put it but is it more a book of fiction in a way do you know you're kind of telling
2: <laughs> you can put it like that yeah if you like if you want to say that we are all fictions you know you are a fiction and i am a fiction then it is yes i mean, well, you know, it feel like that Writing is does it feel a little more? bit like that what
0: does it feel a little bit like that if you're writing it like that? Does it feel like a bit of a fiction or not? No. or how is this...
2: I can't answer that question. I found it very enjoyable writing it. I mean, one of the reasons I wrote it was just because I found it fun to do so. But I mean, in a more kind of conventional uh, meaning, it isn't a, a work of fiction. In a more conventional um, meaning, um, you know, it's a kind, of, well, I call it a confession um, mm. or confessions. You know, it's kind of, in inverted commas, is the camera picking up the air quotations here? It is kind of based on memory. But yeah. in the sense in which you and I are talking, of course it's a fiction, just as this conversation is a fiction. Yeah. I mean, this conversation seems to be between two people, but that's a fiction. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, it can kind of dissolve the away really quickly. But yeah, so that's an interesting pro. Uh, and what's, what do you call in the book?
2: Confessions of a Seeker. adventures in spirituality therapy and belief okay wow (laughs) that'd
0: be interesting And so when are you launching that
2: oh sometime this year hopefully I'm, I'm, i'm being crazy about that but hopefully this year
0: yeah yeah okay yeah yeah um thank you so much richard
2: thank you frank thank you for the invitation
0: yeah really enjoyed it well, You'll send me a link etc. etc. Et yeah, I
1: put it on
0: YouTube. Hi, if you like the conversation that I just had and you'd like more, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you, Frank. Hi. Frank, my man.